0: Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Happy Monday, another day in paradise. Apparently there's breaking news right now. Uh, is it official? Is, is Elon Musk now the proud owner of Twitter? <laughs> I don't know, but as I was preparing for my show today with a, a few technical difficulties here and there, my space crashed. Uh, we were going to incorporate Twitter spaces in my show today, but that did not happen. My apologies. We can circle back to that tomorrow uh but you know if that is the case i think it will be interesting to see just how fast and actually what the changes would be you know what the implications of this uh are for the country for the world really not just this country um so we i'm sure we'll talk about that either later tonight in space or possibly tomorrow on my show i'm sure but today there's something i want to discuss that i haven't really had an interest in paying attention to until I saw kind of some catfighting going on on Twitter, if you will, between uh, Jenna Ellis, who is a former attorney for the Trump administration. Um, Brilliant young woman, uh, beautiful girl. Uh, She, you know, many people within the MAGA movement are not, they never trusted Jenna because she did not start out as a Trump supporter, was vocal about that, as many people were. Okay. And, um, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And, um, I'm also live streaming for those of you in my podcast world. Thank you. There's a lot going on on my show. <laughs> so I've got comments coming in and chat features and spaces are normally running as well. And I love it because I, again, I love, It cannot be overstated. I love whenever you all get to hear from one another. That's very important to me. So back to Jenna. So, um, This is not the first time that Jenna's come under fire. Some people feel as though she did not uh, really rally around any form of election fraud of 2020, uh, which is not altogether true. Uh, And she was defending herself uh, today on Twitter um, with someone accusing her, taking a cheap shot really, of not really defending, you know, the president. With regard to 2020, and and she fired back with, "Well, that's a cheap shot because you know I endured death threats and you know this and this and that and in personal cost and you know what?" And welcome to the club because anyone who's worked on election integrity can tell you that it's not the safest gig in the world. And for those of us who are still talking about it, it's still not the safest gig in the world, right? So, and Jenna and I and I have not agreed. On several matters, uh, and for the record, um, I she was going to come on my show, and then did not. Then we had a tiff, and she did not uh, accept another invitation back to my show. So this is not going to be a bash Jenna Ellis show. The nuance here is very important, I think, for you guys to pay attention to. Coming up on the primaries, okay. I think this is the most fascinating case ever. Like right there, right up there with Rifra and all this sanctimonious uh, brouhaha over crony capitalism. Right? And if you know libertarians and you know Republicans, well, I can't really say Republicans. Definitely libertarians. Not down with the crony capitalism. Not down with the scratch my butt and my back for political and and business, you know, economic favors, industrial favors. Not at all, okay? And Republicans, eh, mm, as we can see in the state of Georgia, where I happen to reside, otherwise known as a territory of the CCP, um, you know look at our new lithium battery plant that's coming up in 10,000 acres that no one in Georgia wants except for the governor and maybe the AJC and Cox media group. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe right. Crony capitalism is amazing. It's amazing. Has far reaching tentacles. Jenna Ellis tweeted to Disney that if they needed representation, she would be happy to help. Well, that set in help defend their First Amendment rights, freedom of speech. In the case of Disney, you could also make the case that it's their freedom of religion. And I'm about to touch on that. So she sets the entire world on fire, right? Cannot believe you just offered to do that. You are conservative. You're supposed to be a Christian. Matter of fact, the uh, pinned tweet... To her profile is like, matter of fact, I'll read it to you because I thought to myself, well, you might have to change that one. Let me pull that up. Okay. Pinned to her Twitter profile is on June 22nd of 2020. I'm going on record now if they try to cancel Christianity, if they try to force me to apologize or recant my faith, I will not bend. I will not waver. I will not break. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand and I'm proud to be an American. Now, what is all this about? Disney has now been axed from basically being the Vatican of Florida. That's right. They were essentially a tax-sheltered autonomous zone where they collected their own taxes. They had their own services that they paid for. It is like the largest industrial complex. Talk about neo-crony capitalism on crack that the state of Florida what was it back in 1967 made a deal with Walt Disney. And this was the deal that they were basically a country unto themselves, if you will. Pretty amazing, right? Well, Disney decided to get involved in backlash against the state of Florida around a complete lie about this mysterious, mystical, not even real, kind of like Mickey, uh, mantra, narrative around this don't say gay bill, which never said that. And the reason why I'm bringing this to your attention today is because this is how they, media, pundits, people you trust and love, who have millions of followers and millions of viewers... This is how they manipulate you. This is how they keep everyone, excuse my language, pissed off with each other. This is how they keep you divided. Because they, it's like the left hand doesn't want the right hand to know what it's doing, while the right hand and the left hand are actually doing a whole bunch of stuff under the table. Right? And this always comes down in the way of business, corporate America, and politics and legislation. And they lie to you in the media and hype it up to be this thing that it really isn't. It's actually something much worse. I don't know what could be worse than Disney World. The religion, the cult of brainwashing your children into believing that things that are not real are real. kind of sounds like politics doesn't it right so disney says uh well we're 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 we we absolutely just we denounce this legislation well no one asked you first of all like create imaginary figures and stick with the fun stuff right like why are you even involved in discussing political issues whatsoever. You're a make-believe theme park. So what are we doing here? Well, but that's not all they are. And that's not all Nike is. And that's not all Coca-Cola is. And that's not all Delta is. Look at their involvement regarding religious freedom legislation across this country. That's not all Twitter is. That's certainly not all Facebook is, right? They're not just a social media company. They're data aggregators, they're data miners, as in M I N E R S. And what are they mining? You. What are they mining? Your children. What is Disney doing? How many weeks have we listened to the groomers? You have billboards about groomers at Disney now, and how many of their employees and staff, although they do have 80,000 employees or 77,000. That's like a country. It's like a kingdom. Isn't that quaint? The magical kingdom, right? Well, if you're part of the church, there's only one kingdom that matters. And I dare say God can be magical, not in the culty divination, witchcraft kind of way. But in the, holy crap, did you just write on a wall with your finger out of nowhere? Like, what just happened? That's pretty magical. Hello? Did this donkey just literally speak to me on my road to do something that I didn't really want to do? I don't know what's happening right now, but that's not Disney. And it's not the devil. So there's only one kingdom that matters. That's what my show is about. I may actually switch my show title back to Faith, Life, and Politics. But the magical kingdom, right? Well, the magical kingdom wants you to believe that your little boy can be a girl and your little girl can be a boy and they can be anything they want to be. They can reimagine themselves. Isn't that neat? Right? Your children can just poof, reimagine themselves right over into hormone blockers, and then castration, and then, uh, the removal of their breasts, right? Yeah. Where's Disney going to be whenever they're 21 and they regret their decisions. Where's the magical kingdom going to be? Are they going to pay for their lifelong mental health care? Or maybe their funeral costs because they've decided they can't take it anymore and life just ain't so magical. I don't know. Things to consider. So the state of Florida says, here's what we're not going to have. We are not going to have books in our libraries and curriculum that teaches white kids to be guilty and six-year-olds to be, you know, uh, anal sex educated. Not happening. Not in our state. That's not how we're going to roll. Okay. And so all of a sudden, all the magic kingdom and the the other magic kingdom called the LGBTQUAI XYZ corporate entity. Those other magic kingdomers, right? They all coalesce around things that you like to drink and things you like to wear and things you like to fly in and things you you know all of all of your consumption choices. These this giant leviathan, this other kingdom. Emerges to tell the kingdom of truth th- through actual truthful legislation, right? This is where science and biology, this is where the majority of, of Floridians who voted for their governor, who actually has a conscience on these issues, and your legislature, thank God, who is clearly not bought and paid for by special interest groups. I'm sure some are. Don't get me wrong, it is politics. Okay. But these guys come together and say, uh uh-uh. uh, no, 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 not in our state. We got to protect the children. And Disney's like, uh uh-uh. uh, that's our job. That's our job. It's our job to protect the children. And it's our job to groom your children in whatever sense of the word you use that groom them to reimagine themselves. To reimagine life, right? To be kind to everyone, to allow everyone to to be who they imagine themselves to be. Imagine the effects that that has on the little minds of little people who already inherently want to play together and love each other and, you know, unless you're just a bully and kids recognize that they don't want anything to do with you. And sometimes, sure, children can be really mean. That's why we have adults that teach children and disciple children on what's right and what's wrong, and what's a girl and what's a boy, and what's a dog and what's a cat, what's a giraffe, and what's Mickey, who doesn't exist. Last I checked, that was supposed to be the parental role. So again, while I'm 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 super happy that legislation has gotten involved. And lawfare, if you will, is occurring in in the same breath. There's a part of me as a parent who belongs in the kingdom of God and a grandparent now where I see that as my job. Not my governor's, not my legislature, certainly not uh, the businesses I happen to patronize. Nope. That's my job. Not Hollywood's. My job to teach my children, to direct my child, to disciple my child. That's The Bible said it was my uh, mandate, actually, to raise my child in the nurture and the admonition of who? Not Disney, not politics, but the Lord. That's the word, period. But the church doesn't do that. So the church shows up at the altar of politics and demands that the government God, does what parents think should be done for their children and then parents get upset because the government God ultimately changes hands and goes into the hands of people who don't definitely don't think or or believe or act or behave or feel like you about anything right and then you're upset again because I can't believe we voted for this I can't believe it What's happening to the world? What are you talking about? You keep counting on the world to do your job. And the world says, okay. Coca-Cola says, okay, we will. We got you. We got this. We are all about inclusion and diversity and equity. We got this. And when your legislatures don't do what we think they should do, we're coming for them. Yep. And we have friends like Soros and other people all over the world who will come for your little state legislature too. Yep. Because ultimately you are collateral damage, dear voter. And that's exactly how your school boards see you as parents, by the way. You are just a giant pain in the old geester. You do not matter. You are in the way. <laughs> you are the only thing standing between your children and them. Get that through your head. Not your legislatures, not your governors, not Jenna Ellis, not uh, Marina Medvin. Love her. If you're not following her, you should be. She's a brilliant young woman, and she has defended J6ers, which brings me back to Jenna. Some of the initial accusations against Jenna were, wow, what a distinction between two bright, beautiful female attorneys, right? You got one who's defending the cause for freedom of speech, freedom of protest, who is defending people who are literally sitting in a D.C. gulag right now and have been. Like prisoners of war, because that's exactly what they are. And where was Jenna? This is the accusation. Where was Jenna when Marina was the first person to the scene to say, I'm here, got you. This is worth defending. This is worth defending. This is constitutional, right? This freedom of speech, this freedom of protest, this is worth defending, and as a woman of the bar, as a woman of faith, as a woman who is a patriot, as a woman whose family's been oppressed, so I get it, I'm going to stand for this because this is a worthy cause worth standing for for all Americans, not just MAGA supporters, not just Trump supporters, not just Democrat. all of us, right? And then there's Jenna. Who was like, Well, I'll come save the day to the rescue for Disney because that too is a constitutional right. It's a matter of freedom of speech on behalf of Disney. When did someone's tax break become a First Amendment issue? I'm sure you could conflate it. And I haven't listened to this, to this Austin Peterson, Jenna Ellis. Uh, interview, and I, I plan on listening to it, but there, there was one particular thing that I wanted to, that really caught my attention, and I was like, there it is. This is something worth addressing. And I actually like Austin Peterson. We follow each other on Twitter. I think he, you know, I generally speaking, me and the libertarians, we see eye to eye on most things other than God, which is kind of important. How to run a campaign, super important. Coalescing, telling people that you're one thing in order to get on a Republican ticket when you're not that thing at all. We definitely don't agree on that. But we definitely agree whenever it comes to crony capitalism. Not in favor of crony capitalism at all. I get it, but I'm not in favor whatsoever. I am totally correct. Am I really? We will not be led blindly anymore by the political pundits, corporate elites, social media companies, and legacy media. Amen to that. Thank you, CW. Hallelujah. Thank God people are waking up. Okay. So Jenna goes on to Austin's podcast. Okay. Austin Peterson, for those of you who forgot, was a 2016 Libertarian Party presidential candidate. He ran at the same time as President Trump, but on the Libertarians' ticket, okay? Obviously, that did not go anywhere. As of 2018, he was on the Republican ticket because sometimes that's just how it has to work because that's how you're going to get your foot in the door, and we all know that, Okay doesn't mean you hold true to all Republican ideals, which most Republicans don't even hold true to Republican ideals, if we're being honest. He ran for U.S. Senate to represent the great people of the great state of Missouri. And they showed him because he did not make it. So that was 2018. And now... Austin has a podcast and a show, and, and he's done a lot of other great things too, um, professionally speaking. But something that jumped out at me, I got to read this whole place. I got to go to Twitter to pull it up. This is what really, really stood out to me. And I thought, oh, we have got to address this. And a lot of people are, Dan Bongino's coming to Jenna's, uh, you know, defense. You know, people who are like, hey, you know what? We're friends. I'm not going to throw her under the bus over this. And she really is in like full-on defense mode around this decision to, uh, to to vocalize her desire to defend Disney on behalf of, their ability to speak freely. Again, I ask you and I will listen to this. Uh, I love it. Here's one tweet says removing Disney's perks is perfectly legal, but the issue for some is merely Florida's quote motivation for doing so. This is politics, no different than what happens every day and why and what has happened since the beginning of time. Refusal to acknowledge politics exists is unacceptable. Okay, this is David, uh, and I'm going to mangle his last name, so I am not even going to attempt to say it uh, out of respect for David because I actually like David. I follow David, and David follows me. And Jenna replies with, now that now that he's lost the argument, Dave is shifting to, that is perfectly legal without actually defending that position and purposely dropping the argument flow. They did teach debate and argumentation in law school. So here's the deal. I'm not here to debate with Jenna Ellis. That's just stupid and would be utterly futile on my part. What I'm here to do is inform you of how you continue to be manipulated through this class warfare in the Republican Party, as well as in any party, for that matter, for you Democrats watching and listening. Uh, if If there's any particular demographic that is extraordinarily vulnerable right now, it would be you. And I hate it for you. And welcome to the club. Because the Republican Party sucks as much as yours does. Sorry. that's just how it is. And Republicans hate me for saying that. And I don't honestly give a damn. Because it's true. But you got to pick a side whenever it comes to voting in this country. So for those of you who are like, well, I'm just not going to vote. I'm going to vote independent. Okay, well, your vote just went to one or the other. So, you know, good job. You have to vote. You have to make a decision. Okay, I, but I'm looking for this particular uh, this particular tweet between Jenna and Austin. All right, here we go. This caught my attention. It's all in the words, y'all. Always is. Okay, not all conservatives agree with Desantis's Disney retaliation. So some people see it as retaliation. Now, this is a headline from someone who ran on the Republican ticket. Interviewing someone who worked with the Trump, and for the Trump administration, who touts Christianity, who touts, you know, the pure-bloodedness of the, what I refer to as the pearl clutchers of the establishment of the Republican Party. And I mean that with all due respect. It's not geared towards Jenna. It is geared toward anyone who is like this Puritan, uh quasi-Puritan, you know, the people who are still uh, in white and red with a button-down coat, perfectly coiffed, who are saying, all right, we're going to march five paces and then we're going to kneel and then we're going to fire while the rest of us are out here in damn guerrilla warfare paint looking like freaking William Wallace riding around looking crazy trying to make sure that our kids are not molested and raped, that they're allowed to be boys and girls according to the word of God that you so eloquently profess and pin to your Twitter profile. Because you're not going to be moved and you're not going to apologize, but I'm going to defend Mickey. I'm sorry. What? What just happened? And here is, here, here's the thing that really got my attention that you should pay attention to. You ready? I got to move my mic for this one. Jenna Ellis speaks to Austin Peterson about her principal disagreement. This is a matter of principle. Her principal disagreement over the retaliation against Disney for their position on Florida's parental rights act. Ellis goes through the first amendment arguments involved, special treatment Disney is afforded, and the backlash she's received from from here we go. You ready? Pay attention William Wallacers. The backlash that she has received from MAGA Republicans over the news. That's you. You're the lower-class MAGA Republicans. And how do I know that that nuance is right? Because the distinction was made. The distinction was made. If it didn't matter, Austin, and you didn't see Trump supporters as MAGA, those MAGA people coming for the Puritan Jenna and the Pearl Clutchers that represent and Jenna represents the Pearl Clutchers of our party, then what was that exactly? Why did you even need to mention and make a distinction, a defining distinction between MAGA supporters and who's actually taking Jenna on based on our principles? This is the division in the party, and it's very subtle, but the accusation is still there. And these are the same people who will sign up to work for President Trump again and not give any more of a damn about that man and how he operates than they did the first time they worked for him. And that is not directed at her. It is directed around people who are still sitting around him, who still advise him poorly. And you all like to blame President Trump for that. But the truth of the matter is, these guys, you think, you think skinwalkers are real? You haven't even seen a chameleon until you've worked with some of these Republicans. Let me tell you. You got to hand it. I got to hand it to the Democrats. What you see is exactly what you're going to get. The Republicans. Oh, uh, uh-uh. uh. Nope. They're like carnival participants. They've got like a change of clothes and a change of face, like a change of hair, like what, whatever it is they need to sound like, or, or look like, or speak like they're going, and they think that's going to win your vote. That's them. Which is why they hate Marjorie Taylor green. They, they, loathe her entirely because she's not that. You get exactly what you see with her. And I can vouch for that as a personal acquaintance of Marjorie's. We don't hang out, so I wouldn't call her a friend, but she's certainly not an enemy and she's not a friend of me. She is an acquaintance. I pray for her. I communicate with her on occasion I I watched that woman go from announcing her candidacy up against a career. God, I love you, Karen, but you know what I'm about to say is true. Pearl clutching establishment Republican woman, and she didn't win. And I do love Karen. I mean, Karen, you know, Karen's Karen. Karen Handel. Karen Handel for the sixth congressional. And Marjorie looked at that and went. And some people actually who worked in direct line with the Trump administration were like, yep, that, that who are friends of mine. We, we spoke at that point in time. They're like, yep, that's, that's not a good, no, I, that the sixth, and Karen, you know, quite honestly, people thought she would have it in the bag against Lucy McBath. I never really thought that was going to happen because Lucy was, uh, and still is, funded by some very, very deep and big pockets. And I knew that the people of the six were already, they had already been had. Sorry. Now that all of that's been redistricted, redrawn. But Marjorie at the time had enough sense to go to a district uh, to represent people who thought like her who vote like her who believe like her and that's kind of why you have representatives in different districts right because at the end of the day you want the person to go to D- to DC and speak on behalf of you and what's important to your community not downtown atlanta not idaho i mean hello that's why we have a representative rep- representative republic Now, it's like this uniparty, hog, just cesspool of crap. And the only reason why they hate Marjorie to the extent they do is because she's not that pearl-clutching, two-faced sack of whatever. That's not her. They hate her for it. Same reason they hate Trump. Which I am convinced is why they went after her first with regard to this whole Salem witch trial that she just endured on Friday. If you missed that, boy, that was a good one. Her attorney is the bomb. And made the case for all of us in the country, here in media, uh, you, that your ability to disagree with your government is paramount to maintaining and curating any form of a constitutional republic. And he did did a bang-up job on that. The other guy, yeah, not so much. All of it was politicized. But because she is a female representation of the America First, without apologies, Trump, they hate her. And if they can draw some kind of an illusory nexus between her and the president, and whatever this whole line of conspiracy they are attempting to concoct, just like they did the Russian hoax, that's who they're going to go for first. And that's what they did. And God willing, they will, you know, all of that will be found out for what it is, for what we already know it to be. If you all think President Trump had anything to do with any kind of conspiracy around January 6th, I don't I don't know what to tell you. But you will notice that there were three representatives who consistently went to check on and brought our attention to the J6 prisoners out of your entire Congress and Senate. Three. I want you to think about that. If that was you sitting in prison, your representative probably wouldn't come see you either. So while you're busy pinning all of your hopes on your legislatures, just know there's only a few William Wallace's and Marjorie's one of them. Now, back to why this is so important. The MAGA distinction, the Make America Great Again distinction has become synonymous with um, conspirators, It has become synonymous with, for sure, President Trump, okay? As if that's a bad thing. There's a nuance of shame in there. There's a nuance of guilty by association in there. There's a nuance of lesser than. There's a nuance of... Well, those are the cousins we have to invite to the wedding or dad's not going to be happy. But we really don't claim them as ours. Yeah, sorry. It's, right. it's true. That's how they see you. They see you as the dirty cousins from like the country, like the backwoods that they have to suffer through in the party, right? Because they need your vote. But the distinction is there. And the disdain for you is very real. And I'm not saying that this is how Austin feels about Republicans. So before my phone starts blowing up and DMs start blowing up, and you are welcome to come on my show and describe and define and tell us why you chose MAGA Republicans and don't tell me it was just because of uh, Republicans who are in a position of leadership who have come out against Jenna about her, you know, pick me, pick me, I'll represent Disney. Right? in the conflation effort is truly astounding to me. Now, if you want to argue First Amendment rights, go for it. That is your area of expertise. But please, please don't, uh, don't. Don't look down at the rest of us to the point where you mistake us for being stupid because we didn't go to law school. Disney, in my humble opinion, and as a libertarian, I'm not a libertarian, but I would think as a hardcore libertarian would have looked at something like the Disney Florida Pact and thought to themselves "Now there is some crony capitalism. So I'm not sure how we got from crony capitalism on crack to this is a matter of their First Amendment, right? And I'm here to save the day. Because as Christians should be the ones. Now, this is Jenna. Christians should be the one. The church should be the one to inform culture. Well, we're about 100 years too late on that one, sweetie. How do you think we got here? I bet you they didn't teach that in law school. But maybe Beth Moore teaches those classes in her Bible study. I don't know. I don't follow Beth Moore because she too is a pearl-clutching Republican who hated President Trump and taught the church to walk right over a cliff with regard to politics, because politics is supposed to be clean. And Jesus is going to descend into the Oval Office And he's never going to have uttered a a cuss word. The the Jesus pick for president is never going to have said the P word. He's never going to have offended anyone. He's going to be perfect and quaffed and be such a statesman. And he's going to be so eloquent. And he's going to represent us in the Republican Party and everything that we outwardly want everyone to think we are. But inwardly, we are just a bunch of ravenous wolves. Right? Praise the Lord. Oh, I got this one down. Give me a break. I traveled this country after that 2020 debacle, and I wiped tears of patriots. I hugged the necks of patriots who could not, and it wasn't even about Donald Trump. It was about this country. It was about what we are living through right now. It was about their own regret that they had not been involved until President Trump brought them out of their recliners. He gave people a reason to get involved. So sure, he may not be the most eloquent statesman. He may have said the P word, which some of y'all, anyway, boy, I'm about to get unsanctified. Get me started. This holy roller bunch, man, they just send me over a cliff with this stuff. Jesus has got to leave the 99 to come get me on the regular whenever I start talking about this, because I'm just like, the damage the church have done to politics in this country by way of apathy, abdication. We're waiting on Jesus. He, God wins all your little stupid memes. I mean, the intelligence community like rocked that all out, the whole meme community, because the Christians have got that one down. With every false doctrine you could possibly think of, if God brought you through it, he going to bring you, if he brought you to it, he going to bring you through it. If, that's a big word. Remember, kind of like MAGA supporters, the backlash from MAGA supporters. MAGA supporters are not the only people giving Jenna Ellis a backlash right now on her support of Disney. Sorry, Austin. That is just not true. But I love how everybody gets lumped into one bucket. It's actually people, Democrats as well, don't agree with Jenna. Not because she's Jenna, but because they love their children. And they hate crony capitalism. Some Democrat voters actually do hate crony capitalism. I realize it's very hard for some of you to believe. But it's true. Now back to the church. And church should inform culture, not the other way around. Well, Disney is a religion, clearly. Politics is a religion, clearly. And here's where I think this is truly remarkably uh, hypocritical, right? I live in Atlanta. Who Who has the greatest advantages in this state with regard to tax incentives? Just think of your favorite airline, right? Not to mention... We have all of Hollywood's politics now here. Why? Why? Why have they all descended upon Georgia? I'll tell you why. Because we've offered, we've lifted our dresses, our Republican dresses, Republican dresses, and said, come to Georgia. Every time I see Christy Noam, God bless her and her cute self, every time I see her, and she's like, come to my state because we are open for business. I'm like, girl, y'all better stop those commercials because they're going to come. And before you know it, you won't have the state you have right now. Because that's how that works. Does no one understand how culture invasions work? It's mind-blowing to me. Well, we've got it. We've got it. We've got it good here. We do, We never shut down for COVID. I'm like, well, you keep inviting those little uh, crony capitalistic, liberal, geopolitical, uh, incentivized businesses to your state. And see how fast you shut down during the next COVID, whatever that is, whenever that starts. Start changing the demographic of your cities and your states and you too will look as muddled and global as the rest of the world. It's a kingdom thing. It is a mindset thing. This is not rocket science. I don't have to be a political science major to know this. I work in this cesspool of an industry. It's the same behavior, different faces, every single cycle. And you have a few decent people, three People have consistently gone to to minister to, to encourage, and to represent all of those J6 prisoners. <clears throat> Excuse me. What does that tell you? Three. We are not who we say we are. We're just not. And there's just no shortage of self-righteous grifters. How many people have written books and made A4? I could write a book about excuse me, about twenty twenty. One thousand percent. I could have written five books by now about twenty twenty. But for what? For what? Some things Some things deserve, uh, deserve discretion and you all deserve a chance to heal, right? But people who will run out and just start capitalizing on everything and they grift off of your misery, off of your loss, off of your theft, off of, you know, uh, your demoralization quit funding their efforts. If what they're selling you isn't to inform you about, you know, facts and data and how something occurred that has now adversely affected your life and future generations, um, then if if that's not the goal, and it's just, well, this was my time, this was my time with the president, I want to talk about that. It'd be different if the whole nation wasn't in the toilet right now. You know, maybe write that memoir of yours. I don't know, five years from now when hopefully we're not in the same toilet. That's called being sensitive and caring and concerning as opposed to being a grifter. Or people who want to uh, consistently remain relative. Right? And they champion the cause that they think is going to assist them with their relativity. And, um... And it's costly. But in this case, it's very, very beneficial. Because you get to see a very clear distinction between the classes. This is so good. The classes of the Republican Party. Because that's what this is. You may not know that. But you are 1,000% divided into classes. Make no mistake about it. This sucker goes down. Those rat bastards are on board with the geopoliticals on the life rafts that only seat a number of people, right? Kind of like the Titanic. Kathy Bates represents the mega class in the Titanic. That's our champion. And I love her. God love her for it. She didn't give her rats behind about those little pissy women. And we got a lot of pissy women in this country in this party. We do. And, um, and it's a real shame because this is a time when we need more marinas in the party. We need more women who will roll up their sleeves and get dirty with the people um, who need help. Who need due process. Things that are really important to the foundation of this country. Due process is really important. But I don't recall seeing some of these people who are just all for the championship of the First Amendment standing before a camera championing the cause on behalf of people who may not look like them, who may not dress like them, who may not drive the same cars as them or hang out in the same DC bars as them, don't have the same level of influence as them, right? I haven't seen that. I'm not. So it's a little disingenuous to me. It's a little sanctimonious. And um, I think it's kind of scandalous. I use that word just kind of like, eh, scandalous. Not because I think there's a scandal there with Jenna Ellis and Disney. I, I just use that as like a hyperbolic. It's just trite. It's, it's just, it is what it is. It's just oh, that's scandalous. It's just. the word i'm looking for oh i don't know who cares okay so you got two classes of republicans you have the patriot class and you have the establishment class kind of like christians like i said right you've got the pearl clutchers that's one class of the christians then you've got the once thieves whores liars you name it completely lost You have that class, right? Who are just super grateful that Jesus was like, hey, you, yeah, you, I'm calling you. And we're like, okay, you're right. None of this stuff I've been serving works. And now we're ready to like roll up sleeves and actually bring the kingdom of God into the earth by way of telling companies like Disney, get your hands off of our kids, and you have been, now, now, you came knocking on the door. I love this. This is the most sanctimonious part of this whole thing. You ready? This is priceless. We can't believe the state legislature is getting involved with our businesses. Are you kidding us right now? You literally held my entire state of Georgia hostage for the better half of a year talking about what a bunch of hicks we are down here, a bunch of gay-hating hicks, which had nothing to do with our Religious Freedom Restoration Act whatsoever. Dear friend of mine had his own set of death threats in his lovely wife. Over that, over lies, over, don't say gay, that wasn't even in the bill. It's the same crap that they pull constantly and then they cry once they get the bag smacked down from someone who actually has the stones to stand up to them and say not in my state not today Satan nope Ron's getting up out of the bed and the whole state legislature is going to stand on behalf of our children not today Satan not today Disney yes I did draw the comparison I don't know Jenna maybe you should too Because I thought your pinned tweet said that you weren't going to cower and you weren't going to bend and you made that declaration on June 22nd, 2020. And by all outward appearances as a church member, as a sister in Christ, I don't think your defense is plausible. That's just me. I'm just a lay person. I'm not an attorney. Don't even pretend to be one on this show. Trust that. So that was my rant for today because it's important for you to understand that people want to continue to divide you into classes, not just parties. There's a caste system within the party structure, okay? And you are the only people who can change this. But the only way you change it is to know what's happening to you and why. And why all these fissures are important. And a lot of this is leading up to 2024. But it's so much bigger than that. I mean, 2020 is so much bigger than 2020. I mean, it's so it's it's like ancient. I mean, this stuff's been rolling on for like over a hundred years in our uh in our demise. So Ron DeSantis won, in my humble opinion. Because had Disney not been involved and in bed with the state legislature. Let me remind you of something in my closing. Um you hold on you as the church as well yeah amen middle Tennessee in the house I love it I love Tennessee I look forward to moving to Tennessee one day I have a whole bunch of property with horses it's going to be It's going to be a certain type of facility. I cannot wait. Yes, it'll be gorgeous. It'll be lovely. Anyway, I love Tennessee. I'm sorry that Marsha Blackburn crapped the bed after she told y'all she wasn't going to. That kind of sucks for you guys and the rest of us, along with everyone else who crapped the bed and said that they weren't going to certify that election and ultimately caved because they were so scared of, you know, the feds who actually stormed the Capitol on January 6th, along with a few crazies who do not represent the entire MAGA movement, obviously. And they were so scared that they just had to go ahead and certify it. We just can't stay by our word now. We just can't because we can't believe that this is our country. And I don't have another plausible excuse for why I would certify this election, so I'm rolling with this one. And, you know, sorry. Yeah, I feel your pain. Clearly not a fan of Marsha. I catch a lot of flack for that too from the, from the other class of the Pearl Clutchers. What is your beef with Marcia? Well, I don't know. What is my beef with anyone who certified that election? I don't know. Maybe I'm one of the William Wallace You got to be careful with stuff like that too. I see where all of you are like super brave now and you have 1776 in your handle and that's great. That's cool. I kind of like it. It's kind of, kind of cute. Where it's like up yours, whatever. Seventy seventy six is code for what? For what? It was a revolution. Uh, to which none of us would be here right now had that not occurred, right? But no one. I mean, God. If there were any more of a desperate measure that someone would take, you got to go back and watch the footage of that whole shindig, that witch trial on Friday. That was a riot, you know. Wasn't it true, Miss Congresswoman uh, Green, Miss Green? you know that you and actually he accused her in his closing statement when she didn't have a chance to rebut you got to love that i know that's what they do but accused her of using 1776 as code when we for for certain have heard nancy pelosi utter that date and we know for a fact well, actually, those yahoos don't even use code. They just, like, run campaigns legitimately on their congressional and Senate uh, uh, Twitter accounts, their official Twitter accounts, to actually get Antifa and Black Lives Matter people out of jail. And they want you to send send money to do so. They literally get on their handles their official accounts and solicit to get criminals out of jail. So they don't even code. like they just do it. They're just flagrant about it. But somehow, all of us, myself included, who looked back to a place in time when it was like, man, this is a time in history when you're either in for liberty or you're out. And for me it was not about President Trump. I love President Trump, but it was about it was about this country. And it still is, and where we are right now. And really, for me, it's more about the kingdom. Because the kingdom of God, I believe, and his favor, has rested upon this country. And so, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. I mean, what the heck else are we doing here? Waiting on a banjo and a robe and a halo after we croak? No. (laughs) So... 1776, everybody's got that in their handle now. And I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. I wonder if you would be that brave if you got called. I wonder how many people could have sat on that stand like Marjorie did. I think I may have been the only person to capture her smiling. Because I was watching it real time, and she turned around during a break. It was like a five-minute recess. And she looked at, not the transcriber, there was someone else there, and she smiled, and I was like, there she is. And got her and uh, cool as a cucumber the whole time. The judge was like, Well, you know, does it? Yeah, you know, he kept calling, someone kept calling for a recess. Do we need a recess? She's like, No, I'm good. Let's keep rolling. I'm good. And that's how you are when you know you, they have nothing. They have nothing. And that's how President, President Trump's been. They have nothing. And that's how you know when someone has God's favor on them. Because I want you to think about how many other people the deep state, that ain't so deep, it's actually very shallow, and it's wide. Um, Think about that. Think about how many people they've gone after who are now sitting, you know, in a federal prison who literally did nothing wrong. Think about that. And President Trump and all of the arsenal that they had at their disposal to bring against him with a whole Russian mess, right? I'm just telling you, God bless John Durham. But, you know, the fact, I just see God written all over the fact that he has been completely exonerated over and over and over again. I'm like, thank you for that, Lord. And that's how I saw Marjorie sitting up there on the stand. Someone who's like, I have nothing to hide. Uh, that's not why I went there. Um, you know, I'm a freshman. Think about, I want you to think about that. That's why it's important for you to quit voting for these old geezers who are part of the system. Right. Who are completely psh, check their bank accounts for God's sakes, check their financial portfolios. And don't tell me it's because her husband was so successful. You know, no, you don't go in making $80,000 a year and come out with $33 billion, you know, uh, fund. In your name. That's not how that works. Wake up. <laughs> Whether you're a Republican or Democrat. But you need some new blood in there. You do. You need some people who are patriots. You need some of those lower class people of the MAGA movement. Yeah. You need some of those folks. You need some more Marjories. If you guys aren't uh, electing Marjories in spirit to the United States Congress or the Senate... Good luck. And again, I'm not on Marjorie's payroll, and I would not even consider us best friends. But she represents a spirit that this country positively needs right now and has needed. And I just sit back and kind of marvel at where she came from and how much she's grown and how much that city, that hell hole, will attempt to rob you of. It will attempt to malign and molest everything about you that is godly. Everything. That's what they do. Because that's that kingdom and that's that. Hey, Lisa. Uh, Got some people here. I love it. How are you guys? Let me talk to you for a while. How are you? I got Coastal79, I got Derek, I got CW, Lisa. I like how you spell your name, Lisa. Um, Yeah, how are you guys doing? I hope you're doing well. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for subscribing to my YouTube channel. I'm also on Rumble for those of you who do not know. This was so important to me today. I spent a lot of time this morning in prayer. Yesterday was my Orthodox Easter. Such a beautiful day. The weather's magnificent. My lamb came out slamming. It was so good. Not even gonna lie. I sent everybody home with that thing too. Um, but my son-in-law is amazing, and he helped me out. And it was uh, it was just a glorious day, filled with friends and family and laughter, and just gratitude. I was so filled with gratitude, I couldn't even say my prayer. I abdicated prayer time because I was like, y'all know I look super ugly when I cry, and I'm gonna cry because I'm just so grateful. For this day and everyone being here and how beautiful everything is. And God is so good. Even in the midst of all of this turmoil, he's so good. And um, yeah, it was great. So Resurrection Sunday happened for me yesterday. And there, you know, I believe that we are in a position uh, of captivity right now in this country. And while we're here, the Lord is allowing us to see all of our neat little idols that we have danced around for generations. And, uh, you know, it's really simple. He didn't open the earth and, and drop us into it like he did others. He's actually just calling for something super simple, which is for us to recognize our idols and to trash them and to repent. Turn back to him. Take our children back. Take our country back. There are constitutional measures by which you can do that. There are lawful measures by which you can do that. And there are people out here fighting that fight every day on behalf of you. And so I think it's great that, I mean, there's so many beautiful things that that can be discovered in captivity. Think about how much of the Bible was written by people in prison. And they were full of the Lord's joy. They're like, we're good, whatever. Whether we live or we die, we belong to the Lord. So it's all good. But while we're here, We're going to go ahead and write some things that are going to affect you guys thousands of years later. Laters. Love it. Later. And and it has, and it's still affecting us. And if we would live it, you can't just look at the church now, Miss Ellis, and tell us that we should, I hate it when people should on other people, that we should uh, inform culture. You know, we abdicated that. We should be discipling culture and we should have such a stronghold in this country that corporate America does what corporate America should be doing, which is increasing the bottom line of this country, not indoctrinating our children, not informing and manipulating and maligning our politics. That's what corporate America should be doing doing what corporate America does, doing what industry does, not offshoring, not aligning with our geopolitical enemies. No, ma'am. So if they want their First Amendment rights, nobody's stopping Disney from speaking. I'm sorry, did I miss that memo? They're still allowed to speak. It's just going to cost them a little bit more money to operate now. Quite honestly, Florida should have never gotten into that deal with them to begin with. So, you know, most of our states are bought and paid for. Don't believe me? Look at your muni bonds. Some of you would literally crap the bed and be terrified if you knew who actually owned the debt to your cities and all the little money that you put into your, you know, into your into your slush funds called your city coffers. Um, You know, I live in Atlanta. Don't get me started. Um, who have you know basically no? Hell, Disney had better services and more reliable services than the city of Atlanta does, and that's a magic kingdom. We got Magic City in Atlanta. I don't know how magic that kingdom is. That certainly comes from a kingdom, but it ain't so magical. Yeah. So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to bid you adieu. <laughs> I'm having fun reading my. Uh, oh, awesome! Thank you. Oh, good. That's awesome. Uh Thank you, Miss Lisa. I am uh, sorry about the space today, guys. I may host one later this evening. We can uh, pop off about Elon, and I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about tomorrow with regard to that. But, um yeah, this just really blew my skirt up today whenever I saw this, and I thought, yeah, the, these guys are being – you all are being accused, and you don't even know it. You don't even know it. And so I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with being a MAGA supporter or why that distinction had to be be made. I'm a kingdom first supporter, to be honest with you, but this is my country. So I certainly want my country to be first in whatever capacity that is. And there's nothing lower class about that. There's nothing uh, conspiratorial about that. There's nothing lesser than about that. So, I don't resent that, um, it's not even a supposition, what would you call that? Conflation. I don't resent that, but it's really an accusation. That I do resent when you accuse tens of millions of americans of being something or someone they're not you should answer for that it's just my humble opinion all right you're welcome to come on my show and talk about it i'll extend the invitation again jenna you're welcome to come on you can bring mr peterson with you we can make it a make it a party crumpets Tea. Oh, yeah. It's not us. I got some hot dogs and some Budweiser. I'm down. All right. Y'all have a good day. Till tomorrow. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. Go buy a pillow and use my code Monica. Remember, if you're an American, act like one.